Mike Dewey, Chris. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. Um, my name is Melvin Baker, Chairman of the Sun Indian Tribe. So again, thank you for allowing us to speak here today on behalf of the tribe, myself. Good morning, Chair Higman, Ranking Member Ledger Fernandez. A little closer, okay, sorry. Okay, okay, good morning, Hig Chair Higman, Ranking Member Ledger Fernandez and other committee members. I am Melvin J. Baker, Chairman of the Southern Indian Tribe. For decades, our tribal leaders have come before congressional committees to discuss the prudent development of energy resources in Indian country. The subject of today's hearing is tied to issues of tribal sovereignty. Our tribe has just under 1,500 members. Our reservation consists of approximately 700,000 acres of land in southwestern Colorado, with over 300,000 surface acres of the reservation held in trust. The tribe is also the beneficial owner of additional severed, severed mineral estates held in trust for the tribe. The tribe has developed a record of sound managerial experience and business practice. The Southern Indian tribe was the first in the nation with a AAA credit rating. We are the largest employer in Southwest Colorado and our members have jobs, health insurance, and the opportunity to obtain a college voca or vocational degree. Our elders have stable retirement benefits and our investment portfolio is diverse in energy and non-energy. Assets both on and off the reservation that spans in 16 states. We are on the way to providing our grandchildren and their grandchildren the opportunity to maintain our tribe, our culture, and our lands in perpetuity. Through the use of federal self-determination policy, our tribe has learned that we can do a better job of developing programs and providing services to our members than federal agencies can. Conservation is fundamental to our youth identity and we have been proactive in overseeing the environmental protection of our lands while effectively managing our energy resources. In 1990, the tribe established a water quality program to protect and preserve the quality of the tribe's water resources by regulating the discharge of pollutants in the tribal waters. In 2012, the tribe pioneered the nation's first tribal clean air program. Other departments within the tribe assist in monitoring wildlife enhancement, habitat, and preserving culture and archaeological resources. Federal law still requires federal review and approval of most basic real, uh, realty transactions occurring on tribal trust lands. Realty transactions trigger an environmental review under NEPA. The NEPA review second guesses the tribal council's decisions on how to best use our tribal trust lands and cause significant delays and lost opportunities. In 2016, the tribe spent significant time and funding on a supplemental EIS for energy development. The federal agency co-leading with the tribe had removed itself. This has been left unresolved and the tribe does not have a clear path forward. To eliminate administrative delays and in recognition of the ability to, of tribal governments to protect their own interests, Congress authorized tribes to exercise greater control over their land through the Hearth Act. Our tribe's environmental review code and surface leasing code received secretarial approval, uh, approval under the Hearth Act earlier this year. Obtaining timely approval of oil and gas leases and developmental permits has also been challenging. The Energy Policy Act of 2005 has not been as successful as the Hearth Act. Since no tribe has submitted a tribal energy resource agreement or TERRA to the Secretary for final review and approval, a TERRA is a bilateral uh, agreement with the Secretary negotiated with the tribe that allows the tribe to contract and approve energy agreements and leases without further Secretary approval. 
Our tribe submitted input in 2014 to the Senate Committee on Indian Affairs as to why no tribe had entered into a terra. One of the reasons is that the BIA regulations minimize tribal authority, reserving to the federal government an array of functions called inherent federal functions, an undefined term that diluted the act's goal of fostering tribal decision-making and self-determination. Despite positive amendments to the law in 2018, still no tribe has entered into a terra. Uh, energy producing tribes like the Southern Ute are still waiting for promised clarification regarding inherent federal functions. The lack of clarity on this item shows a disregard by the Interior for the biggest objectives of Congress. It also undermines the time, expense, and the lost opportunities associated with participating in the uncertain terror process. I trust this testimony provides backgrounds about how terrors became embraced in law and how interiors regulations were developed. We still believe that terrors are a valuable option for tribes, including our, our tribe. Should clarification be provided on inherent federal function, I would like to thank the committee for the opportunity to present this testimony this morning. Doyak, thank you. I thank the witness for his valuable testimony. The chair now recognizes Mr. Cody Dizitel for five minutes.